Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to episode 45 of A Wild Podcast Has Appeared, the official Pokemon podcast of comicbook.com, special quarantine edition. That's right, there is no video this week because all three of us, myself, Jim Viscardi, Megan Peters and Christian Hoffer are all at home practicing yes. safe social distancing boundaries. Yes. Luckily, I mean, we, are, we are well over six feet apart right now. Luckily, well I've over. been practicing safe social distancing from the two of you for the last 45 <laughs> weeks. <laughs> if you, know, you Hoffer, are new, I feel like that's upsetting. <laughs> If you are new to this show, congratulations. You just found your new favorite Pokemon podcast, I swear. Uh, and, oh, great. Now I said that. Now someone's going to be like, well, they're talking shit about other podcasts. Sorry. I, that's not what I meant. I just meant we. I love this podcast and I want you to love it too. Anyway, we talk about Pokemon stuff. All the Pokemon stuff. Pokemon games, Pokemon uh, the anime, uh, Pokemon stuff. You name it. We're talking about it. Show's broken up into three parts. First, we go through some news, then we do a deep dive, and then Christian gives us the Pokemon fact of the week, which is easily everyone's favorite thing. Uh, so that's why we keep it at the end, so you listen to the whole show and don't just skip to the end. Seems We're scary. sneaky like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh... So this week we got we got a bit of stuff to to talk about, uh, oh, some yeah. alerts for for people. But uh, I'm excited for for this week's things. Obviously, we'll get this out of the way. Uh, you know, the coronavirus concerns and pandemic is a very real thing, and so because of that, obviously, events are being canceled left and right. Pokemon mm. is no exception to that. Uh, so you know, there's. Pokemon Go Safari Zones and Community Day events and all of that stuff has all really changed drastically. And I I want to give, we don't normally do this on the show, I want to give Nanantic a bit of credit for figuring out a way to make this still, ha- make the event still happen, but in a, in a way that is way more accessible to keep everyone safe. Christian, why don't you fill us in? Yeah, so... They, uh, you know, they had been slowly making these changes uh, over the last couple of weeks. We saw it with the addition of the legendary Pokemon to go Battle League. They've expanded that. They've added everything from new spawn points uh, to decreasing the distance that you need to hatch eggs. Um, They gave basically gave away 30 incense and made them so that all incense lasts an hour long. And now they have this Genesect event that's coming up, I believe, next weekend? Um, I th- or the 27th, so I think that's in two weekends. Yeah. I'll, I'll get on back March to you. On March 27th? I think so. Um, oh, I feel like I should know this because that's the day I move into my house. <laughs> <laughs> give, me, give, me, give me one second. I'm going to... St- 
I'm we're sorry. normally way more prepared for this show. It figures the one week that Megan and I are at home, Christian just forgets how to do the podcast. So, I mean, are we really surprised though, Jim? <laughs> oh, it's this weekend. See, it's important yeah. that I look this stuff up because it's actually this weekend. So you can buy buy a ticket. It is a it is a paid event, but you can buy the ticket and they radically changed everything that you need to do for this event so that you can basically do stuff without actually needing to interact with somebody. So it's stuff like hatch some eggs, um, you know, catch so many Pokemon, but you know, none of it actually involves like social face-to-face social interaction. But you need to be living near the vicinity of where it was going to happen. Well, that's the Safari Zone events. So, uh, uh, so this Genesect event, anyone can participate. You just got by a ticket on the app and this weekend you can go and get a complete the special research and it culminates in genesect appearing they also had to cancel all three well not necessarily cancel but at least postpone all three safari zones due to uh covid19 and uh play you can either choose to refund your ticket or you can keep your ticket you will still get access to the event when they do reschedule it and the weekend that the event would take place, you would still get all the stuff that you would have gotten anyway. So all the like special encounters, the special research, all that stuff you can still get, which is pretty nice. Like and and you don't have to go to Philadelphia or St. Louis or uh, Liverpool to like benefit from that. You just can do it from the comfort of your own home and community. You know what? Which, I like that. Why can't they just do that all the time? <laughs> because the whole point is to get outside, Megan. Yeah. I know, but I just like have such an aversion to it. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, like, look, if you uh, if you have stairs in your house, this is some great opportunity to get some steps in by just going up and down your, your stairs. Yeah, I, just... I've been going on um, little walks around the block. So I have a mm-hmm. po- I have a Pokestop that's up the street. So I walk to that with my son twice a day, mm. and then we we turn around and go back to the safety of our house. Um, so yeah, so that it, it is really something cool that they did, and I think that you know, oh, and the other big thing that they did was Battle League is free for everybody. So it used to be that mm. you had to like walk, you know, in order to mm-hmm. like unlock. Uh, battle league so you had to walk three kilometers and then you could do five battles and they just threw that out the window so there's really nothing stopping you from like getting your rank up so that you can get pikachu libre uh get some like legendary pokemon encounters all that sort of stuff so you know they've they've actually been really cool like i am super impressed by everything that they've done um and we'll talk we were supposed to talk more about that later i think but oh well (laughs) Well, I mean, we'll get we back to it. I have more to say. To I'll I'll save my comments. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll we'll discuss what to do, how to Pokemon during the quarantine. Yeah. But we yeah, because there's it, something very important to talk about that Jim's going to be upset about. All yeah. right, here. This is what we, I've been waiting for. Everyone who's listening, um, just like sit down, we take a second, go. and let's all just enjoy the trauma that Jim. Is all right, about Megan, to you don't need to. <laughs> Jesus, this news literally was a light in the darkness of the world. Like, Megan told me this on Sunday morning, and I seriously laughed for, like, 15 minutes straight. All right, well, let's just cut to the chase, then. <laughs> why, why, don't, why don't you cut to the chase, Jim? Yeah, Jim. Jim, what so happened? So if, if you've been watching the anime, uh, you know 
that in a preview, uh, Ash and Go are going to Viridian City. And Vermilion. You don't even... Vermilion. Jeez. Vermilion is what I meant to say. I was reading something. Hey, let's not... Filthy Gibraltar. Casual. Look, this is... Let's just uh, Gibraltar. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's being a filthy casual at life, Megan. Like, this is a very this is a very emotional thing for me, so I really appreciate it if you would not call out my uh audible shortcomings while I'm trying to express this news. Please. <laughs> Thank you. Anyway, Lieutenant Surge looks as if he has been replaced. Probably retired. He's probably gotten very old, doesn't want to do the gym thing anymore. And there is somebody else who is in charge of his gym. And that yeah. so also sucks. their name is not nearly as cool. I will say this: I do not have anything against or anything necessarily for Lieutenant Surge, but like that's a good name. Like that is a good name, especially for like the whole who, the whole premise yeah. of it. Like great, yeah. But like the person who's taking over the gym or it says in the synopsis when translated that they're the current acting uh, gym leader of the gym. Mm-hmm. So mm. we don't really know where Serge is. Serge could be on another tour of duty. He could be in prison. That's your favorite place to put people in Pokemon. <laughs> just, just mediocre gym leaders and authority figures. Okay. But basically, as I was saying... The new gym leader that is acting in that actual face, their name is Pisces. Yeah, that's going to get changed for the dub. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, obviously, Surge was changed for the dubs. Like, I'm trying to think of, like, what should this character's name be? Like, they look super, I don't know. I don't know how to, like, say. I mean, they kind of look like, like, E-boy Lieutenant Surge. <laughs> like, <laughs> Maybe like they're like they're leaner. They definitely don't have that like cold look in their eye that like they'll kill you if you look at them the wrong way. But like they also have like a lot of like pink and yellows going on. So like they do look like somebody who would succeed on TikTok. Like Captain Neon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they do. Like fluorescence or something. Like that should nine hundred percent like end up being the name. <laughs> like Lieutenant Surge. Like suddenly yeah. gets like called away. And it's like, oh, geez, you know, he probably was like at a club or something like that, like a late night club, a rave or something like that. And just grabs like the first Pokemon trainer and finds like, hey, you dude. And like there's like, you know, Captain Neon, like, you know, with like glow sticks, like waving in the air and like high on LCD. Um, and like you're in charge of the gym now. I got to get going. I have a top secret mission in Antarctica. <laughs> Yeah, but the thing that I'm curious about is so in the preview that you see, uh, so Ash is going to be able to bring two Pokemon into this match. And so he's going to bring his brand new Gengar, which is great. And then obviously Pikachu. But it shows that Pisces or Captain Neon, as we are calling him on this podcast, uh, has both um, a Raichu and the Raichu seems to be like communicating with Pikachu so it has a lot of people thinking that this is the Raichu uh, that Lieutenant Surge was using or somehow affiliated with and then there's like an electrode or something something super simple for Gengar to just like (laughs) beast over but I'm very curious to see what happens with this Raichu because I feel like Pikachu should theoretically be able to like one shot him (laughs) that's probably what's going to happen this is this is going to be another one of those like let's show 
how far Ash has actually come. Like, oh yeah, like Ash's first Pokemon used to be a Caterpie. Now his first Pokemon is a Dragonite. Like Ash struggled with Lieutenant Surge. Now, like Ash has like, you know, I can't even like, like come up with an appropriate way to say how badly he's going to beat the snot out of this Captain Neon. Like it's, it's going to be a massacre. Um, That's, that's the entire point. It's just a show that Ash has become exponentially more powerful since the last time he was in the Kanto region to, like, set him up to just annihilate Leon. My truest hope is that at the end of this battle with Captain Neon, after he gets, like, one-shotted, like, everything's going to turn to black, and then from the background you just see, like, Lieutenant Surge, like, banging open the doors. I mean, I just want to know... I've come back. I want to know why Ash is going to Vermilion City like, well, period. that's where he's at right now. Oh, so like the his the the gym is based out uh, like his research facility that he's mm-hmm. working for right now is based out of Vermilion City. So he yeah. probably you know just wants to um like show off like establish himself as the dominant trainer like you know just just kind of like that sort of thing like you know like oh yeah like you know I need to like set myself up as like the big man on campus time to go and beat up lieutenant surge oh lieutenant surge retired out of shame the last time he lost to me i guess i'll beat up his replacement <laughs> wow wow actually you know what probably happened lieutenant surge probably lost his like gym leadership or got suspended because he was like caught in some like sort of cheating scandal like maybe one of his wow. assistants were like banging on drums whenever like a ground type move was about to come up and so you know, uh, he knew, like, like, Raichu, suddenly jump! And, like, one of the <laughs> earthquake things would, like, hit or something like that. And then they got caught because, you know, like, two years later. Well, I'm good. To, I'm glad to see that you're already, you know, correlating events from the NBA to, <laughs> to Major this. League Baseball. Major League Baseball, yes. Megan. I said I know. Major. No, you okay. said the NBA. It's okay. M-B-A. Well, that's let me let me enunciate. That's still not 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 right, but I understand. Okay, it's, you're you're not the sports person. We're we're not judging. This you is there. true. The only sports I follow is Pokemon and Yu Gi Oh. Yeah, and those those are the only two sports that are still going on right now. <laughs> for better or worse, I assume. <laughs> oh man. Anyways, well, uh, so we done Lieutenant, Surge. Lieutenant Surge now. Yeah, well, that just really kind of came to a dead end. I mean, that's that's mainly it with Lieutenant Surge. We're just going to have to wait to see what the next episode is like to see if we do get the cameo that everybody wants. God, but more importantly, what if he like shows that. up at the end? He shows up at the end, like, and, you know, Neon's whatever is losing. Pisces is losing. And then Lieutenant Surge comes in and just whops Ash. And he's like, boom. It's it's not gotcha. going to happen. You, do, Welcome do you to my gym. Not- like, Lieutenant <laughs> Surge was, like, the first person in the Pokemon animes oh, that Ash, like, legitimately beat. Like, he went, like, mm-hmm. 50 episodes without actually winning anything. Besides, like, yeah. the occasional, like, accidental Team Rocket win. And then out of nowhere, he beat Lieutenant Surge. I mean, that's, like, the the lowest of the low. I, I would like it. What I would like is if Lieutenant Surge suddenly charges in and like Ash is like, no, I don't have time for you. And like Team Rocket blasts him <laughs> off again. Just wow. like just like Niven looking, just like points and like Gengar 
like shadow balls him into the ocean or something like that. I feel like we have a clear understanding of which uh, gym leaders Hoffer has a distinct hatred for now. You know, <laughs> I don't even have an opinion about Lieutenant Surge. I'm only doing this be- to, to make fun of Jim. Mm-hmm. Okay, there we like, go. Let, let, let's be clear. I have I have no no actual thoughts on Lieutenant Surge whatsoever. You know, like like most of the original gym leaders, he doesn't have like much of a personality. You know, that was really before they did much with the gym leaders, you know, mm-hmm. um, even in the animes, like with the exception of like Brock and Misty and to a much lesser extent, um, Sabrina, because we actually had like a multi episode arc with Sabrina where she's like, cause she was like a sociopath. Um, like, <laughs> no, like none of the other original gym leaders really got much besides like a one episode, like, Oh, yep. These are people that definitely definitely exist. It wasn't until like later on that the anime is like actually started to draw out these like gym marks and stuff. So, well, hey, you know what other gym leader we learned a lot about today, or I guess to say the other who we learned a lot about this week in the Pokemon anime? Who? Milo. Good old, good old plus transition. You know what? Thank you. I learned from the best, Jim. <laughs> because we did get the brand new episode of Pokemon Twilight Wings, which in our, you know, episode breakdown that Hoffer comes up with, he forgot to mention. So I'm it coming in. It came out yesterday. I was no, busy I, yesterday. <laughs> like, this is true. There are a lot of things to do when you are quarantined. Oh, man. I, like. Just to get off topic, mainly because I don't want to talk about Hop. Uh, like, <laughs> I have been so busy. Like, you know, like I thought, you know, working during the apocalypse, I was supposed to have like less work. Like, you know, I'm watching all these other people like do like, oh, like, let me show off this obscure talent I have on TikTok because I literally have nothing else to do. I had worked for 12 hours yesterday. It was insane. Like I went into my home office at 8 a.m. and I didn't emerge until 8 p.m. It was miserable. I played a bunch uh, of Fantasy Star online. And then you had to watch night. an episode of Twilight Wings based I had on a, Hop. <laughs> I did that five minutes before the show started recording. Oh, well, there we go. Um, but yeah, basically, I believe Jim had a chance to watch it. But this new episode mm-hmm. of Twilight Wings, it's the third one we've gotten. And you can listen back to our previous episodes of the podcast to kind of get an idea of what happened in the previous ones. But this one was all about hop initially but then it all became about wooloo which is maybe the greatest gift we could ask for during this pandemic can can we hold on a second because we need to we need to how much longer are they going to show that poor girl getting beat by leon they somebody (laughs) hates me like somebody hates me that's just all there is to it like, you know, they they really dislike her and they just want to show her just getting bodied by Leon again and again and again and again and again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, B is, she's never going to get a break from this. She will always not just be remembered as the toy Actually, it's beaten by. I mean, she did get a break from this when she broke her arm by trying to fight him a champ last episode. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, all right. So before we go, before we go too crazy off topic again, um, let's really quick do a quick rundown of the episode, which again, all of it, we've said it before, all these episodes are very strangely emotional in ways that uh, you never kind of expect. You, I mean, by now we probably should expect it, right? But 
it's one of those things where I'm like, surely one of these is just going to be like a dumb, fun one, not like a, oh my God, you know, tear at your heartstrings kind of thing. But anyway, it opens up on Hop, everyone's least favorite rival of all time. And uh, he is watching his brother Leon fight with his Charizard, and all he has is a Wooloo. And, you know, and everyone at first is like, but oh my God, the Wooloo's so cute. But the Wooloo obviously feeling uh, deglect- dejected because he is not Leon's Charizard, uh, runs away or, try, you know, feels, uh, you know, a lot of shame and inevitably runs away. And then they, you know, you feel you feel really bad for the Wooloo. And yeah, then, it's just heartbreaking. <laughs> like, and then it comes back ugh. and it's all ha- a nice happy ending. But it's just, it's so weird to me that, uh, I, I don't know, it. I expected the Wooloo to, um, I don't know, not stand up for itself. That sounds like the wrong term, but... I mean, it really just goes to show you when you look at this and just a little bit too long, you just realize how awful Hop is. And and, and I guess it's I am glad that they're they're remaining true to the Hop that you learned uh, learned about in the game because that Hop is also awful and you know will probably grow up to be a sociopath. But it's just Hold really up. weird. Did we all just miss like the last half of the episode where oh, well, he true. like right. like where he like. For those who have or haven't seen it, so basically Hop in the beginning is like your typical like kid. He's being like super self-focused mm-hmm. and he's not really being considerate of the feelings of others or his poor little Wulu, which I admit there are issues. There should probably be age restrictions to to owning Pokemon or like partnering <laughs> with them in this universe. But then like what he realizes how upset Wulu goes, like he goes on an epic journey of like canvassing the town trying to find where wooloo went he goes running through the hills screaming for wooloo filled with angst just trying to find his poor sheep like and then it ends up like wooloo's in like one of the corviknight taxis and jumps out in the like air from the corviknight taxi to land and um hops awaiting arms this hop is like crying gently about you know hurting Wooloo's feelings. Is that so what like, it is? Or is it Hop just lost his only Pokemon and then just realized... Like, uh, I, I'm going to get nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I interpret it more as the... I'm also not the eternal pessimist in this group. So <laughs> I've, I've had I'm have i little... generally not either, but that was that was some pretty... <laughs> Wait a that second. Was pretty shady. Does that mean I'm the eternal pessimist well, yes. here? Yes, you yes, are. We already, we already agreed on that. You were, you were labeled that several episodes ago. But yeah, so like it was, it was like strangely emotional. I was just barely impressed by uh, the voice actress who was doing Wulu. The fact that you know, like, because Wulu is only making these like buying noise, basically, like yeah. a sheep. Like, it was, it but, was like, like a knockoff so ET noise. Yeah, I know, but there was like so much emotion it was, into yeah. it. Like you're used to Pikachu being able to emote really well, but this Wulu made ah, ah, was so sad. So my favorite. So when you were talking about like Hop running around, um, like frantically looking for Wulu, like I I don't know, maybe it's like cabin fever setting in, but it really <laughs> reminded me of this one scene in Christmas Prince Two, where the Christmas Prince like is futilely looking around for his wife, who's like right next door, 
Like, he, he does, like, a terrible job of actually looking for her. It, there's, like, this one scene where he's, like, shouting her name and, like, uh, in, like, this small garden and the camera just keeps panning around and around. And it's the stupidest thing I've ever seen in, like, the most, <laughs> the best possible way. And, like, I'm pretty sure when Netflix officially announces that they've, like, taken the Pokemon, uh, that they, they have the Pokemon license, which I it, it's got to be coming. You know, like yeah. it has to be. Um, yeah, who knows? But... but I'm pretty sure they're going to do like a Christmas Prince Hop tie-in where we'll oh we'll get that gosh. scene like recreated. I just oh my gosh, I can't wait for that moment. I'll be over here voting for the Pokemon and Castlevania crossover. Oh, God, well, okay, so but the only thing that we didn't we didn't talk about was the uh, you know uh, Milo, right? Like I mean, he's he's in it just for. Uh. For yes. a bit, like I, I kind of wanted him to have such a like have a bigger uh, presence in the episode, but what we get of him is exactly what we love about him. <laughs> I was I was surprised, like I I kind of like imagined that he would have like a much like higher pitched voice for some reason. Oh no! So way. like you know, I, exactly how I pictured him in my dreams. I, well, I mean, so I, we are now. Oh, excuse me, what? <laughs> Roll back the tape a second. Jim, explain. <laughs> How often no, do you dream about Milo? Not very often, but when I do. That is more dreams than I have had about Milo. Ever. Well, then. We're just going to segue just, out of that. I don't think just, there's... Don't just think part of my dreams of becoming a Wulu farmer. What, you guys don't dream about becoming Wulu farmers? Uh, actually, no. Or no, no, no. I have... I have bigger fantasies than that than becoming a wooloo farmer oh man so what what else is there to talk about i don't even know how to segue away from it it's kind of hard to move away uh all right so jim's having dreams uh you know what just take it from here (laughs) well uh, since we're on the topic of me and we'll why don't we talk about my new favorite show because i found a way to finally talk about a love uh, love is blind on my Pokemon podcast. You're going to have to cover this entire thing because Huffer and I are just like, what? I, I even yelled at the person who like posted this on our group chat. And I was like, delete this. Delete it before Jim sees it. And he's like, who do you think told me to post it? <laughs> yep. Okay. So uh, if you uh, have not watched Netflix's latest crazy pants reality television show, uh, Love is Blind then uh, one, you're missing out on a a great show. But two, um, a contestant on the show, uh, Amber, and her now husband, Barnett, uh, in the year that they had to basically kind of spend in isolation and not tell anyone they were on the show, went to Dragon Con and went as, she went as an Umbrian and he went as an Emo Ash, which was just dumb. But uh, I just thought it was very, very cool, fun little. Wait, news. emo Ash? Isn't that just That's Ash? Ash. <laughs> but this, this, was, this was Ash in all black, basically. Oh, oh. so dark Ash. Okay. Dark, right, dark shadow Ash. Ash. Actually, yeah, Earth shadow. 2 Ash. <laughs> yeah, there's shadow Pokemon. We have like shadow Lugia, and then we have shadow Ash. <laughs> anyway, the photo's at the site if you want to see it. But it was just uh, interesting because the way she was portrayed on the show, you would not have guessed that she was 
nerdy at all. Uh, they just showed her as basically being financially incompetent. Um, but <laughs> oh, <laughs> Hoffer will enjoy that. Uh, but you know, you go through her. Uh, you know, you go through her. Uh, Instagram profile. It turns out she's pretty nerdy, so go check her out. Uh, she loves Pokemon, and uh, I'm going to take this as an opportunity to uh, mention because like, Christian knows this. I'm not sure if I told Megan or not, but I am trying very hard to get Ronda Rousey on the show. Yeah. So uh, just uh, if you guys, if you know, just tweet at her and be like, "Hey, you should go on this podcast." You uh, you you don't want me tweeting at her. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, she's she's been streaming a lot of Sword and Shield, and obviously she's a huge Pokemon fan. So, yeah. um, she's, yeah, she's, she's that's my Dragon quest. That's my quest. Hopefully, down the line, one of these episodes. So, like, subscribe now because you don't want to miss the episode. You know, if we're going to go, try to get like dream celebrities on here, let's get like Ariana Ariana Grande on here. She's a huge Pokemon fan. She's gotten like an Eevee and like. Something randomly, Jap- like, she's got, like, some random Japanese phrase that was mistranslated, like, tattooed on her. Um, <laughs> yeah, she also so- has a Studio Ghibli tattoo. That's, I mean, yeah. All right, fans, well, send us send us your guest list, dream list. I mean, they're all in lockdown, list. too. They're not going anywhere. That's true, right. Yeah, That's it. they've and surely I will- got a microphone in that house. <laughs> and I will unleash the emails to try and see who we can get on the show, because... That would be amazing. Anyway, let's All move on. All three of us will start networking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's talk about Pokemon Home for a little bit. Finally, we have the National Pokedex bug fixed. Mm-hmm. Christian, uh, you want to give us the details on that? The National Nightmare is over. You no <laughs> longer need a living Pokedex in order to get original color Majorna. So you've previously, so your reward for getting the National Pokedex, completing the National Pokedex, which means every single Pokemon... Uh, including mythicals and legendaries, was you would get a variant version of Mage Arna, which is that mechanical po- uh, Pokemon that literally becomes a Pokeball. Um, and this variant is actually in Pokeball colors. Uh, so originally, due to some bug, you need to have actually have every single Pokemon physically in your Pokemon home. In order to get it. Now, you just need to have registered it. So, it's a lot easier to do now. That means you can make trades, get some Pokemon that you don't have. Um, still a bit of a process, but it's it's a little bit easier now. You know what? I'll take it. Yeah. It's complicated enough as is. <laughs> I'll say that much. <laughs> All right. Before we get to our deep dive, Christian had the chance to play Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, a game I have zero interest about. So let's see if Christian can uh, get me interested in this game at all. It is a perfectly cute game. Um, like, let, let's talk about the pros. Uh, the pros are the music is amazing. Uh, the graphics are adorable. Uh, the actual storyline is weird, but not in a bad way. Like, all the Pokemon Mystery Dungeon stories are weird because it all revolves around you play a human transformed into a Pokemon. That is the common, like, link in every single game. And it's, you know, it makes for some very bizarre stories. But, you know, Pokemon franchise is bizarre. The The main issue that I, I had with this game is it's incredibly grindy. Like, so freaking grindy. And they did, like, they took some steps to alleviate it. Like, you can just, like, auto-run through all the dungeons. And it only stops when you're in combat, which is great. Like, dang, yeah, that's awesome. 
Um, but it's it's super grindy, and like a lot of the content isn't actually available until like after the game. Like you can't get a lot of Pokemon, like basically any of the legendary or mythical Pokemon, really until you complete the main story of the game, which is kind of like, I mean, like I get that that's also the case for the main Pokemon games, but the main Pokemon games, like the point is to catch them all, you know, that that is mm-hmm. the actual point of the game. And there's like, you know, there's a lot more post-game stuff in Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, but it feels a lot like, what's the point? So, shame. you know, I mean, I, I'm sure that there are people, if if you liked past Mystery Dungeon games, you will like this game. They made some really nice quality of life improvements. My son absolutely freaking loves this game. Um, I think that, honestly, this game would be great if they could eventually, like, figure out a way to convert to mobile. Like, that was, like, my, like, consistent thought the entire time. It's like, man, this would be a really good mobile game. Like, I would love to play that, like, on mobile. Like, I just don't know how many people are going to want to play, like, a very grindy game where you have to go through level of level of everything's almost identical. You're facing the same monsters and Pokemon over and over and over and over and freaking over again. Um, And I, I, I just don't know how much interest there would be in a normal world. I think this game would be great if you have like a lot of time to kill and you can't leave your house. So right now, basically. Yeah, basically. Me, <laughs> basically. That's the issue in this now, but in like two days, <laughs> Animal Crossing comes out and no yeah. one's going to hear from me again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, 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 <laughs> I, I am honestly surprised that Nintendo hasn't like just released Animal Crossing as like their ultimate act of like, guys, social distance yourselves. This is true. It's it's basically my favorite tweet that I've seen about this whole situation is that basically uh, this uh, shelter and shelter in place, self isolation thing is basically the opposite of that Pokemon Go summer. Is <laughs> that we're all going inside so that this this kind of spring leading into summer is the opposite of that. <laughs> and I just like laughed for way too long at that, that comment. Yeah, no, it's like I said, I'm, I'm glad we have animal crossing. I, I right before like the shutdown got real. Um, I went to GameStop to try to like pick up games just to see what I could get before the apocalypse happened. Uh, Cause like literally like a day later, they shut down everything here in Ohio um, so, like, I went in just to see what they had, and it's like, I realized, like, I had every single major, like, Nintendo Switch game. Like, I had them all. <laughs> it's like, oh, God. Like, what am so I going you, to do? You are the Ash Ketchum of the Nintendo Switch library. <laughs> yeah. So, so, like, I've never played an Animal Crossing game before, and I am probably going to buy Animal Crossing, because I need oh, something wow. to do. Oh, I've put hundreds of hours into my animal crossing i've never gotten into animal crossing but i feel like it's going to be a game that uh nora's going to enjoy yeah i think i may uh, get it for that like actually i think that my uh, well i got darcy my wife to start playing fire emblem so she she went down that path and um like you know that's that's kind of like fun to watch because she just She's like, I don't really like the Fire Emblem games. And then like two hours later, she's like, I'm never putting this down again. What happens? Is is there a way that, you know, are they is are the three houses going to fight? 
I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh, oh, you sweet summer child. You're going to murder t- like two thirds <laughs> of the characters here. You're going to straight up murder them. If there's anybody you like, start recruiting them now. Because you're going to, otherwise you're going to put a sword through them. Uh, but after that, we will need, she will need something to do desperately. Um, yes. Because, you know, the baby is coming up. So she will be doubly trapped by lockdown oh, no. and newborn. So yeah, Tom Nook, come and save us, please. Well, on that note, uh, <laughs> when, when we get back, we're going to go through uh, some more Pokemon Go stuff and really, you know, how to uh, enjoy Pokemon Go. From, and Pokemon in general. And Pokemon yes. in general from your couch or while walking on a treadmill when we get back. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay. So obviously everyone is getting a little bit, is a little stir crazy. But if you are a Pokemon fan, fortunately, there are things you can do Mm -hmm. to keep yourself busy. First things up. I totally forgot about the Gigantamax raids that we talked about last week, and so now I need to go do them today because I, <laughs> I, I cannot miss them. I need them. Yeah, I, uh, true. I actually also need to do that this weekend. I, I was busy doing, like, prep for the apocalypse last weekend, so uh, I, I was going to do it last weekend, and then I got caught up, like, tra- driving to every grocery store in central Ohio, um, so I, I didn't get a chance to do that, but that is definitely on my weekend plans. I, I will have myself, Machamp, and Gengar. Yeah. Um, yes. so yeah, there's, there's that to do. There's also, Pokemon will continue to do their online competitions. Like, now is the perfect time if you want to give competitive Pokemon a chance, but you don't actually want to go to a Pokemon, like, regional event... Well, no one can go to a Pokemon regional event because everything's shut down until mid-May. But they're still doing their online competitions, you know. Um, so the next time they have one of those, sign up for it. Like, have some fun. Yeah. Like, you know, uh-huh. get stupid because you, you get points for participating. Like, that that's the thing. It's it's incredibly low risk. Like, oh, no, you, you went 0-7 or whatever. You <laughs> still get the benefits. Yep. Uh-huh. Um... Some other things you can do during the Pokemon Apocalypse is, you know, those Pokemon model kits that we talked about. Oh, yep. I've done all of them. Uh, my, uh, I my, love- lo- my local comic shop just got them in, and we did not do uh, the Pikachu one. So I went and picked that up for us to do this weekend because uh, she, is, she is very she. She wanted to be like she saw it on the shelf and she goes, "Oh my gosh, Daddy, can we can we build Pikachu?" And I was like, "Oh, oh, you, <laughs> you sweet have the baby. technology." Oh, you sweet baby, yes, we can build as many of them as you want. Yeah, we. <laughs> well, are, um, here's the here's the greatest thing about them. They're ten bucks. Yeah, I know. Yeah, like, they're so that, affordable. They're so affordable. It's a thing that you can do. I mean, they won't take you very long to do. They maybe take you a half hour mm-hmm. if you yeah. if you are doing them with the kid or not. But it's a half hour that you're not worrying about something else, and you get a really cool, posable 
figurine slash collectible to keep on a shelf on a desk or, or something like that. And yeah. so, uh, mm-hmm. like, honestly, I cannot sing the praises of these enough, mainly because, uh, especially as someone who, who's got a kid who I, I thought she was not going to be interested in this at all. And now that she is interested in it, I am like, you can have as many of them as you want. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you, you say that, but eventually they're going to start releasing all 150 and <laughs> well, all of them. And right. all of a sudden, $10 multiplies well, very it's just, quickly. <laughs> it's just so funny because, so I, I, I think I, I've mentioned on the show before that um, my parents a while ago, excuse me, brought down all of my old Tomy figurines or however uh-huh. the hell you say it, the T-O-M-Y. And um, they brought them down around Christmas time, and, and my kid just, she freaking loves them. Uh, where so much, where I, I tried to get some of the newer Sun and Moon Pokemon that she likes from um, uh, Wicked Cool Toys, I guess, puts them out. And she's like, ah, I don't like these. And I'm like, they're they're literally the same thing. They're the same size. <laughs> like, what the, What is your problem? But anyway, she, uh, I also have the Ash... Brock, Misty, and both Team Rocket figures that they released with them too. And no joke, at least once a week on her dresser, she will set up a different battle uh, using oh, the Pokemon no. thing. That is where amazing. It is the most oh adorable gosh. thing uh, I think I think I could have ever wished for for, for a child of mine. So um, anyway, that's just... Uh, I feel like you're raising like the next Pokemon protagonist. <laughs> <laughs> Like yeah. wow! <laughs> I don't. I don't know. She really loves Team Rocket, and she really loves Mewtwo. So it's we're probably setting up the next antagonist to, to me. Totally gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. But, well, you know what? It's fine. So it's totally the, fine. The, so the nice thing about these 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 models is that you know they're coming out with like a couple like every month. So like, do we know next, what the next ones are? Yeah, Ho Ho oh. and uh, Lugia. Uh, Lugia. Oh, really? Yeah. That. yeah, they're going to come out here next month in April. Um, then we're getting Reshrum and Zekrom, um, and those are July. Um, and then they just posted uh, Charizard, and uh, it's it's a Charizard and Dragonite two-pack, and mm-hmm. then a Riolo and Lucario two-pack, and both of those are also supposed to come out in July. Wow. Um, so the I question have, is, is when does Vaporeon show up? That that is <laughs> the actually, question. I'm shocked that they haven't done an EV evolution like. Yet. So to be honest, like before this whole apocalypse began, <laughs> I have been begging um, myself and my boyfriend to go in on the Mega Blocks like evolution. Oh, kit that I've you can buy. seen that. I know. So like that's all I've wanted because like he loves legos and i just really want that mega block set so i ordered it but like and i've been keeping track of it but like i'm getting so nervous because obviously everyone is trying to like get items shipped to them in the current pandemic situation so like i keep getting updates that's like your package may be delayed but so far it's not been delayed so as soon as it comes in please just like all you guys are gonna see on your Twitter feed is just step by step instructions of me building these EV characters. <laughs> so that's what I will be doing uh, during the Pokemon pandemic is <laughs> building all of the different EVs and then subsequently uh, watching the anime because I have been going through a lot of my like like back stock of stuff that I've just had in storage because um, after. My parents' house, they had their their house burned down, and but a lot of my stuff had survived, but it's just been in this like box for like 
a couple years. So I'm finally going through it as I'm preparing to move. And I found a bunch of like old Pokemon VHS tapes. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah. And like, like VHS tapes, which I recorded. And then it made me remember (laughs) at one point when I was a kid, me and my brother like filmed ourselves having like a Pokemon battle with like Pokemon plushes. So I'm trying to desperately find that um, as I'm going through this box. Now, Megan is telling a very touching story right now, but I have to interject. Christian, you are not going to give Megan any S for being a pirate, but you're going to give me trouble? For what? She recorded Pokemon on a VHS? Yeah. That's not, I mean, did she sell it? That's how piracy works. Yeah, that's, you know, (laughs) that's how piracy works. I thought you meant, I thought you meant you were like recording like, Pokemon movies or tape or episodes. No, oh, no, yes. it's 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 what okay. everyone that's used to what, do in the eighties and nineties. They made their own mix videos. So you know, this was before like DVR existed. You know that she just that's, DVR'd that. It. That is piracy. That that is oh, not boy. piracy. Uh, it would <laughs> I'm be not piracy. Even going to... It would be piracy if it weren't one uh, available on like you know open channels or two she tried to resell like if that was your story jim (laughs) it would have ended with you like selling pokemon vhs's like outside the local convenience store um at like 2 a.m in the morning to like (laughs) whatever little ladies were coming in for their i don't know you know, Whatever. he might have, but he just can't out yeah. himself to everybody yeah. right now. Can't I'm comfortable now. doing so because yeah. I know I didn't break any laws. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm my conscience, my conscience is clear. And technically it was my grandmother who recorded this. <laughs> How quickly we sh- we defer the blame. Oh man. Hey, I was like six. <laughs> I don't think I could have done it, even if I wanted. The, the, to. the statute of limitations has clearly expired here. You know, yeah, it's been like twenty something <laughs> plus years at this point. It's been a long time. Oh man! But anyways, that's what I'll be doing. Also, apparently, I'm going to be defending myself against slander from Jim Viscardi. So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, other things you can do from home, obviously, you know, with a lot of the Pokemon Go stuff that we had talked about uh, a bit earlier, there is a lot of a lot of cool things. I mean, the Pokemon are basically spawning in your bathroom at this point. So, mm-hmm, true. Um, yeah. you know, take a look if there are Pokemon you are looking to catch or take it, you know, take advantage of this time uh, when they are literally feet away from you to uh, to get them. It's, you know, this is. This is a crazy, and it's, I don't want to say it's crazy. I mean, this is something that I don't think anyone expected in the sense of, you know, the ramifications it's going to do. And like I said, I give Niantic a lot of credit for being able to, on the fly, think yeah, of a way they- to keep people engaged. Um, I mean, I don't, I mean, I don't want to give them too much credit because people are still going to spend money on this stuff, but. Oh, they got to make money too. That's you know, true. they, they are, make, they, they are. Make money too. You know, uh, I mean, they reacted to this whole thing a, a lot quicker than a lot of other companies and also local, state and national governments. So, you know, they they were one of the first people, like first groups I saw to really react to this. And like, you know, like I, I remember because I interviewed them two weeks ago 
and we were talking about COVID-19 and they were like, yeah, we had, and they straight up said like, yeah, we've got a lot of things, you know, depending on how far and how much this progresses, we can do a lot of things to change the gameplay and they've implemented it all in a hurry. And, you know, considering that sometimes it takes a long time for them to implement stuff, you know, mm -hmm. they were on top of it. So, you know, they, they recognized an issue. They quickly reacted to it. And I think, by doing that, they have made this entire situation a little bit easier to help cope. I mean, you know, it is just a mobile game, but, you know, they are doing their part. And I think that's important to acknowledge. So, you know, good on good on them. Like, you know, I'm I'm yeah, I'm probably the most proud I've ever through. been of Pokemon Go. Mm -hmm. <laughs> For sure. Any so, last yeah. parting? Any last parting thoughts before we get to the fact of the week? Uh, just uh, you know, since we're we're talking about this whole thing, you know, keep safe. Um, you know, mm -hmm. don't don't ice. You know, while while you're supposed to social distance yourself, don't isolate yourself. Like you know, we all have computers, we all have phones, we all have ways of communicating with each other. Don't don't forget to communicate with your friends, your family, and stuff like that. I mean. It can be really easy not to do that, you know, to just to get caught up in your own bit of craziness. But reach out. You never know who might appreciate it, even if it's just to go and like, you know, engage in some friendly Pokemon smack talk. Like I... uh, it, it, it means a lot, you know, to a lot of people. Mm. Um, so, you know, don't don't forget to look out for each other. Um, and you know, I would also say in addition to that and also equally as important, I would say. I know I joked about being able to catch a bunch of Pokemon from your couch uh, in Pokemon Go. Get up, do your normal routines, play Pokemon Go when you're walking your dog or pacing, you know, even if you're just pacing around the house. It's very easy to, uh, you know, kind of just sit and, and break from normal routines and things like that. Uh, we're all going to have to get back to them eventually, and it's going to be a lot easier if you uh, keep doing them as opposed to having to figure out how to do them again yeah and you know what we're we're going to keep on recording this podcast that's right you know and yep. uh you know so you you can work we're, we're going to keep on keeping on to provide you with an hour or so of you know reprieve and you can continue to listen to us talk about pokemon and make fun of each other every single week we're <laughs> not going anywhere guys and neither should you and we love you all that sounded like we were like leaving but we're not Christian we're not. We're doing the exact <laughs> opposite. Give, give us the Pokemon fact of the week before. <laughs> yeah. Before before we hurry, start tearing up. So <laughs> this is this is quite possibly the most weird one. Not a weird one, but just to show you how close we were to living in an alternate universe that we weren't all locked into our houses. Uh, Psyduck. We almost had a Pokemon. Let's go, Psyduck. That what? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so instead of Eevee? Yeah. So Janichi Musada, who is the uh, you know uh, uh, director of most of the Pokemon games, you know, has been part of the Pokemon franchise since like the very beginning. Like game freak, big wig. His favorite Pokemon is Psyduck. Like his yeah. favorite Pokemon has always been Psyduck. Um, and when they were going through their list of okay, we're going to make these like you know Pokemon Yellow remakes. We're going to make two of them. We need Pikachu. What should the other one be? Originally, they were talking about Psyduck instead of Eevee. And the that only reason good. why Psyduck got pulled off the table was because 
he looks too similar to Pikachu because they're both yellow. Wow. Um, Can you imagine a world right. in which, like, you had Psyduck, like, strapped to your back instead <laughs> of, like, Eevee riding on your shoulder? That sounds like a living nightmare. Actually, I mean, that well, sounds like it would look adorable. Uh, oh, but well, I mean, we you saw can it catch, in you can Detective Pikachu. In yeah, you I mean, <laughs> we, think, we think saw it in Detective it. Pikachu and it went terribly wrong. <laughs> or did it go terribly right? But wait, but what happens oh, if what true. happens if you if you have Psyduck? Does he just follow you? Yeah, like, I, I well that, that's that's like my big question is like exactly. Psyduck has a significantly larger Pokemon than like Pikachu or um, Eevee. So yeah, like he would either have to follow you or it would be something like you have a baby carrier and have like Psyduck strapped to your back or your front. You know, we they have front loading you know, Pokemon carriers too. I'm assuming. That's kind of amazing. Yeah. Wow. Like, you know, just, so just just think, like, if if the, like, whims and whimsies of, you know, Game Freak went another direction, we could have all had, like, Pokemon Let's Go Psyduck, where you could have, like, dressed up Psyduck, and Psyduck would have, like, been able to, like, breathe fire or, like, blow up things with his mind and all the other crazy things that your partner Pokemon can do in the Pokemon Let's Go games. That could have been Psyduck. Man. I prefer not to live in that. <laughs> Are you sure? Are you sure yes, you don't sure. want to live in that timeline? <laughs> as opposed to this one? Check in with me in eight weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh, okay. Um, there's no transition out of that. So I'm just going to no. go straight into... Uh, if you like this show, please tell your friends about it. You can hit uh, any one of us up on Twitter, but why don't you, you know, if you're in a uh, trading card game group or a Pokemon Go group, uh, tell them about the show. Tell them to check it out because, you know, the more people that we have come to the show, uh, the more fun it is, the more fun we get to, to have with you guys. Love t talking to you guys on Twitter. I do want to say, turns out we found out uh, every once in a while we'll we will read reviews on the air. If you leave a review on iTunes uh, and it's a five star review and read it and we read it on the air, we uh, will send you a free comicbook.com t-shirt. And apparently, uh, if you leave it on the desktop version of uh, iTunes, sometimes it doesn't get pulled through. And uh, we had someone email in saying, "Oh my gosh, I, I don't see it. Uh, is there any chance you can?" Uh, you know, here it is, took a screenshot of it. So I want to read it for Julian Cambridge or for Jude Cambridge, who sent this in uh, because it, for whatever reason, wasn't showing up on my phone. And his review is, wow, this podcast is beyond brilliant, a true masterpiece. The hosts have a brilliant chemistry between them, which compels you to listen on. The combination of their brilliant Pokemon knowledge and love makes you feel connected to the show. The main thing I love every week is hearing Christian's cackling laugh, as it always sets me off in hysterics. What I feel the heck? <laughs> I feel compelled to listen as it brings me great joy. To Jim. Geodude is a really cool Pokemon, and I admire his whole evolution line. He was one of my favorites, as well as Onyx when I first got into Pokemon. To Christian, Bulbasaur is so uh, Bulbasaur is so cool. Christian, I'm supposed I'm surprised that Jim and Megan aren't uh, aren't a fan of such a weak Pokemon. Sarcasm. I'm sorry. <laughs> of all the 890 Pokemon you could have chosen, you chose Bulbasaur. My favorites are Vaporeon, Raichu, and Meowth. All who could beat Bulbasaur hands down in a battle. That, that, that's not true! Team that's... Megan. Vaporeon is by far the beast, the best evolution. Yes. 
He even features the uh, foil of a popular booster pack, Sky Ridge, unlike Bulbasaur or Geodude. And thank you to all the people who helped make this podcast behind the scenes. Rich, that's a shout out to you. Hey. And Brian and Aaron, who also edit this uh, edit this show, for, for doing this podcast every week. I hope this is how you get a t-shirt. Keep up the good work. You guys are amazing. I hope you never stop. Exit you know pursued what? by a beware. You know what? That is how you get a t-shirt. That is how you get a t-shirt. That is how you get a t-shirt. That is epic reviews we've ever gotten. I mean, I actually, love the exit beware. The beware is what ultimately got me. I really appreciate that reference. Oh, man. We have we have really good fans. I, we, I love our fans. Listeners. They're the best. For oh, sure. That's a good one. So anyway, that was great. So if you want a chance to win a free t-shirt, uh, look, that the bar is high now. We've read quite a bit of these. (laughs) Bar is high. And, uh, you know, but I have faith. I have faith. Look, anytime that we have asked for more creative reviews, you guys have delivered. And I have no, I have no doubt that the bar will keep getting raised here. So uh, that just about does it for this week's quarantine edition of A Wild Podcast has appeared. We'll be back next week for probably another quarantine edition of the show. Yeah, uh, the every th- <laughs> every Thursday is where the, when this show goes live, sometime generally in the morning, wherever podcasts can be found, iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spotify, you name it, we are there. If you want to hit me up on Twitter, I'm at Jim Viscardi. If you want to hit me up on Twitter, I am at Megan Peters CB. And I am at Seahoffer Seabus. So stay safe, everyone. And until next time, we will catch you then. Talk to you later, folks.